Tonight was the start of the Wednesday Night Wars, but who would come out on top? Find out as we review both AEW Dynamite and NXT for the week of October 2nd, 2019 on WrestleDown. Hey guys, are you ready for your hot tag? Because if you are, it's definitely time to work. Hey guys, it's Becca and I'm here to tell you that you're watching The Wrestle Gamer on WGS TV. What's up, guys? I'm the Russell Gamer. Welcome back to another episode of Russell Down right here on WGS TV. And joining me, what on um, what, what should be a most interesting review or plural reviews is the Studley Man Ashley. Ashley, how you doing? I'm okay. Well, that does answer your question. Well, anyway, guys, we have on one side of the table, AEW Dynamite. With several matches already booked with the American Nightmare Cody taking on Sammy Guevara. We also had the AEW Women's World Championship, Riho taking on Nyla Rose. And, of course, the main event for uh, this week's Dynamite was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. But on the NXT side, we have in the NXT Championship match, Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. We also have in the NXT Women's Championship match, Shayna Baszler taking on Candice LeRae. And then we also have the NXT Tag Team Championship with the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly defending against the Street Profits. So, which show came out on top in our mind? <coughs> To answer that question, let's talk about it. Here's how we're going to do things, guys. We are going to bounce back and forth between shows for each match. We're going to talk about match one on this side, and then we're going to talk about match one on that side, and so on and so forth. I feel that that might be the most efficient way to get through this entire review episode, Ash, in, in my opinion, is we start with match one on NXT, then we talk about match one on AEW. I guess that does make sense because there were six matches on NXT and five that at least air on AEW, so I guess that's probably fair. So let's start with NXT. In the NXT Championship match, Adam Cole taking on Matt Riddle, and it was also announced by Triple H, and I believe he told me this uh, as the match was coming on the air, that Triple H announced that this match was going to be completely commercial-free. Yeah. There would be no advert in any way, shape, or form 
until after the match had finished. They were going to give it their whole time. And you know what? I'm glad they didn't go to commercial break. Adam Cole and Matt Riddle brought it. I mean, Cole and Riddle can main event any takeover. In fact, they can outshine any of the main roster pay-per-view main events. This, Cole and Matt Riddle really stole the show, in, in my personal opinion. I mean, it, it was a great all-around card to begin with with NXT, but it was, a, to me, Ash, a super strong opening for NXT. The guys delivered as you'd expect them to. Um, really good sort of back and forth. Um, both of them getting in really good spots. And most notably, Adam winning sort of clean. I mean, I mean, there wasn't any interference. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. But uh, maybe some help from Cowboy Bob. Who knows? So Adam Cole retains the NXT Championship after hitting the last shot on Matt Riddle. And then we get a huge surprise in the form Don't of... Don't the cat. I'm sorry? Flag on the plane. Uh-oh. We got a flag on the plane. Let's go to our referee. Referee, what's the call? Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. He played it there. Okay, why are you throwing a flag, Gash? He hit him with the cast and then the last shot. Oh, he hit him with the cast and the, then the last shot. Okay. Yeah. Keep so, that in mind. So he won heality, but it wasn't an interference. We saved that for later on. Like, <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, so that's what you meant when but he was still, channeling Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. Still, it was a really good match. A great 20 And then, as you interrupted, big surprise. Yep, Finn Balor returns to NXT. And, and then we were kind of having a little bit of a back and forth on this because on, on one hand, you're, you're seeing Balor... Balor stated in a promo that he is NXT. And you're viewing that as a kind of a demotion for Finn Balor? I don't want to call it a demotion because obviously now that all three brands are on television, it's sort of just moving to another brand. Considering all the potential that there was with him on the main roster that got wasted, um, it's sort of a shame to have him put back down there Especially with, you know, the fact that we've already got the storyline built, arguably to who's next for Cole, with what happened towards the end. You know, why Balor needs to be involved, I sort of have no clue. Yeah, you know, the, the only reason I say it as a demotion as well is because even if it was for one, he held the universal title. Yeah, which up, which up until the USA thing, NXT was always a secondary title in Vince's. It may not have been in a lot of other people's eyes, 
but when they do the whole draft thing, I doubt you're going to have people going to NXT that they feature. It will just be talents on Raw and talents on SmackDown when they do it in, what, 10 days? No, 9 days? 8 days, depending on when we're watching. Maybe it was yesterday if you're watching this in 2 weeks, because you're confusing. I think it's next Uh, Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Yeah, next. That's what I meant. Eight days, but eight days because this will be going up Thursday, probably. Well, early in the morning because the way that's the way YouTube and Twitch work. Yeah, exactly. now, now, over to the yeah. AEW side, their first match: the American Nightmare Cody taking on Sammy Guevara. I have to say, NXT had a super strong opening. I'm going to say the same thing about Cody and Sammy Guevara. A super strong opening for AEW. I mean, they did everything right in this match. It was weird, sort of, literally switching between the two. Like, oh, crazy spot. No, no, there's a crazy spot on that. Hang on, I, I can hear crazy noise on their next take because switch back. Oh, the advantage of having two tabs. <laughs> and of course, I have Not I right have click. picture I have picture in picture. Or uh, picture side by picture on my TV, so I had both yeah. AEW and NXT on at the same time as well. But I, and so you could actually see both. But yes. For me, it was just like, oh, there's noise. Switch. Oh crap, there's noise back on the other one. Switch. No, it had gone back at that one. Got to keep stop doing that because it's hurting Um. We did see a lot of insane spots, especially when it comes to Sammy Guevara and what we see from him in the past. But it, it went play up into the finish with Guevara attempting the shooting star press, but Cody would counter it by getting the knees up and then would roll him up for the one, two, three. So Cody picks up the win. And then after the match, and to me, it makes a lot of sense for them to do this, is having Chris Jericho attack Cody after the match is over. Because we're already building to the pay per view in full. Yep. AEW Which full makes gear, sense, I believe. But at the same time. Yeah. Makes sense, but at the same time, like. Considering what happened, that seems sort of enough of build up that you needed, but. Apparently. Uh, the the only problem that I have with it is the beatdown went on maybe too because the beatdown literally ran for a commercial break as they went picture in picture themselves which apparently was a trend for yeah. quite a lot of it not, not just with AEW but with NXT as well NXT I believe every single um, there might have been one standard sort of commercial I believe all the others were picture-in-picture. TNT had a couple of picture-in-picture breaks, and the rest were standard breaks. I believe. A couple of things I want to bring up. Uh, Jericho powerbombing Cody on the outside through the tables and then getting on the microphone. and, And I love this. I mean, Jericho can come out with lines. I mean, he we've you know we've had the list, we've had a little bit of, of the bubbly, and he went on the microphone and said, "I am Le Champion of AEW." I love that line. That is so. Jer- 
Jericho delivers gold no matter what. Whether he's heel or face, it doesn't matter. WWE, AEW, doesn't matter. Jericho is gold. Yeah. But at the same time, did we need... Because that sort of felt like the build the build that you do to, the, towards the end of the show. Not something to open the sort of like clickbaity, if you want to call it. Well, yeah. Yeah, so they could have... They could have shortened it just as had. But now we're flipping back over to NXT. Velveteen Dream apparently wanted to issue a challenge to the NXT North American champion Roderick Strong. And he had a, a porno sofa and a bunch of whipping and the lights were all purple. Well, if you look at Velveteen's gear, I think it might have been channeling Heartbreak Hope. Because the bed was very Heartbreak Hotel-ish, and there was a lot of hearts on Velveteen's He just didn't have the backwards weird uh, flat cap. Like, oh, I can't do a heart because Sean of my had finger. back in the day. No, don't drink. Um, we want hearts. Hang on. Uh-oh. The man with the signs. We'll just put that up. Okay, right. yeah. Even though it's Walter's name. But speaking of, won't we did sort of make an appearance? But we'll... speaking <clears throat> of speaking of hearts, Io Shirai and Mia Yim. First off, I want to confirm both hands were on the keyboard the entire time during the match. Just want to put that out there, so that way nobody has any dirty thoughts, Ashley. Both hands were on the keyboard because I was taking notes for the match. So we, we, we can actually talk about it. But is this the first time that Io and, and Mia, other, other than the Fatal 4-Way, is this the first time Io and Mia have met, uh, worked a one-on-one -on -one match with each other? Because I can't think of anywhere else because I know Mia was a Jade in TNA and she did some stuff over there. But have they worked anywhere else beyond that? That I can think of, no. Well, it, it seemed like they had really good chemistry in their one-on-one -on -one match. A lot of... Well, they can both wrestle, so Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you have two people who actually know what they're doing, then yeah. I have to say it. And plus, even you said this before about the the gimmick change with Io Shirai. What they're doing with her now makes her fuckable. And you said that yourself. Yeah. Io, it's, remember when they tried to heel turn out? Back in NXT? Mm -hmm. During the streak? Yeah, that didn't pan out very well. That didn't work. And it sort of was the same with Kyrie, although they didn't obviously tease it with her. And with Ia, when she beat the crap out of Candice, they didn't boo. They were just like, yeah, beat her up. And it's just, well, you can try and make a heel all you want, but she's just going to go. And why is WWE always trying to induce a epileptic seizure every time Io Shirai makes an yeah. entrance? 
I mean, lightning, flash, 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 flash. Like, seizure warning, seizure warning, EO Shrive's coming out, seizure warning. I mean, really. They need to have that as a warning label for anytime oh. somebody comes out with a strobe light. Warning, if you suffer from an epileptic seizure, you will have one when you watch this person come out. Don't play the clip, but literally another clip. Um, October 17th, EO beat me a yim in Covina, California during Stardom America. Oh. Back in 20. Well, anyway. But other than that, you know. Still a, a well worked match for for NXT. Oh, you expect from both those. Oh, yes. Although at the same at the same time, Shelton Benjamin's. <laughs> the finish of the match was EO hitting her moonsault on Yim to pick up the win. Now we switch to AEW. To Brandon Cutler versus MJF. Ash, can you elaborate a little bit on who Brandon Cutler is for people who don't know who he is? Like me, for instance. So, he is the prefer the elites being the elite sort of stuff and various sort of other stuff that they feel. Um, he's also a trained wrestler and uh, you know, he's been doing it sort of out of his own pop last couple of years and then the Bucks and the other guy brought him in to officially put him on the roster if you want to call it that give him an contract properly so he's doing all that while also <laughs> I mean I don't want to say that this felt like a job of man that's what it felt like though because yeah, that's the, that's the, that's, you know, I don't want to say it was a job of match, but it certainly had that trail because obviously the diehards will know Brandon Cutler. The people on TNT that are wrestling fans will probably, who's that? Then at the same time, they might be going, who's MJF? But all MJF needs to do is one promo and they can realize. Oh, we're the one. He, we're the one that we have. He's the one we have. The question, question, is Brandon Cutler related to Steve Cutler at all? I don't think so. Okay, just thought I'd throw that out there. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, AEW Dynamite originated from Washington D.C., which is sometimes referred to as Dave Batista's home, but it's also our nation's capital. So. SCU decided to capitalize on that with a promo with Scorpio Sky as President Obama. <laughs> and the problem with that is he was he was fucking good. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It was so fucking good. Also, uh, Daniels and Kaz's Secret Service guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I went to WrestleCon in 2014, I actually was able to chat them up a little bit, and they're really easy guys to talk to, believe it or not. You chat them up. What are you trying to say? 
I talked to them. Oh. Chatted them up. Yeah, isn't Sounds that... Sounds more like, you know... Yeah. Isn't that what chat means? You know, I'd like to have sex well, well, essentially, the, this whole segment with SCU was surrounding the fact that in the AEW Tag Team Tournament, they're going against the Lucha Brothers, and they were cutting a promo on the stage that that would come to the Lucha Brothers, and of course, in in the wrestling industry, whenever you know two rival tag teams are on the stage together, they have to have a confrontation. They have to have a fight. And we got to say this. We loved seeing Aubrey Edwards holding back... Uh, Christopher Daniels, didn't we, Ash? <laughs> I, I swear she got elbowed in the back of the head. Women <laughs> Daniels swinging his arm. Yeah. Uh, the big thing to come out of it, though, is Scorpio is taking a knee, if you want to call it that, and having the true sort of tag team kings of Daniels and Kazem being the ones that will actually take on Penta and Phoenix. Which makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. It's seen. So now we flip back over now and to NXT. Dashio, that was Atlas Security getting there with the yeah, 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, Atlas, I swear, is he the same guy from the Ring of Honor? When he, he, he the guy that did the security at Ring of Honor with the mustache? Because I, re- I just think we remember a guy with a Probably. mustache and him and impact and impact. We're gonna. If any of you guys can tell us in the comments, please do. We definitely like to know. But now over to NXT. Does he ever shave this? Probably not. Like what What happens? What happens when it's Movember? Does it just become a big line that's the length of the bloody five dollar foot long from bloody Subway? Like. <laughs> anyway, NXT was starting showing a video package about Tegan Knox, who was in NXT UK. She was also in the May Young Classic, but apparently uh, suffered a knee injury. Um, as for those semi-final in the semi-finals, and, and she, which, okay. and in the package, it looked like she was in the ring with Rhea Ripley. Uh, let me just double check where's the stats. Um, That's what it looked like in the video package from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, in the quarterfinals, it wasn't the semi, it was the quarterfinals. Yeah, pretty much about three minutes in, her knee just gave way. And they literally axed. Yeah, I, I remember. The match off. And, and she, uh, she actually did the X herself is what the, the video package showed. What, what, what was the severity of the injury? Like, how, what was the extent? Because they talked about her having knee huh. surgery and whatnot. Um. Well, she got injured when they taped um, August 9th. Um, That'd be of last year, correct? Yeah. Basic. Well, you see, with WWE, it's been an issue with her because she was supposed to be in May Young Classic, but managed to tear her AC sort of in at house shows and whatever. So then she came back in April 2018, 
did a few bits here and there, sort of on on the live events. Uh, then was put into May Young Classic 2, Electric Boom. And, uh, you know, beat Zatara in the first round, Nicole Matthews in the second round, and then suffered another knee injury. Yeah. Um, after the match premiered on the network, thanks Wikipedia, um, she posted on Twitter that she suffered numerous injuries, basically a torn ACL, a torn MCL, Ooh. a torn LCL, oh. torn meniscus, and dislocated her patella. Oh. So basically, her knee was truly um, oh. I can only imagine the Diesel. amount of pain she had to be in when that happened. She didn't wrestle again until June the 25th this year. So, but, uh, but when the way they, when the way they presented her in NXT, it, it sounds like. They're just, they're not just going to be using her in NXT UK. They're going to be bringing her to NXT as well. Yeah. Um, trying to think whether um, NXT. I don't know if it's this week. Her challenging Kaylee Ray on last week. In terms of the NXT UK. Actually, no, it would have been the last taping, so that'll be what's airing tomorrow. NXT UK is doing taping this coming Friday and Saturday for, I guess, the next four weeks' worth of show. So that would fit the sort of demographic thing. But it's interesting, yes, that they show it on their next... Yep. So hopefully something happens with that although I'm trying to work out who would best for well we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the NXT women's yeah we'll see we'll... women's her and uh... oh Dakota Kai that too mates enough in the tag team pre that would sort of make sense but that doesn't happen because the tag team belts only stay on the main two because there's only two brands remember but I remember is that why it's a demotion is uh, that why it's a demotion I, I, I still don't see it as a demotion because of the fact that I still see NXT as WWE's best brand well no Sasha and Bailey go on with the tag belts we're defending them here and then, of course, everything happened. Iconics. Weren't they, Listen, yeah. weren't they supposed to do something with them in NXT for a women's tag team title match? I don't remember. It was Maybe. Uh, but anyway, speaking of NXT, Mr. NXT, as some people call him, Johnny Gargano was up next, taking on Shane Thorne. If you guys remember Shane Thorne, formerly of TM61, and the Mighty, and... However, now he's a singles guy because his partner got the boot. But uh, I gotta say, no, Nick, Nick, Nick Miller requested his release. Oh, Nick Miller requested his release. They gave him it, and then he went to New Japan. So it's like, well, should you have released him? 
No. <laughs> it's the query. It's the query. Oh. And apparently Fanatical has a query, but Fanatical can go fuck themselves. Um, well, other than the fact that they got great deals on their website. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, uh, Gargano and Shane Thorne. I gotta say, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. But then again, with Gargano in the match, he, he could really bring out the best in anybody. And I really have to say, Ash, tonight he brought out the best in Shane Thorne. Yeah. They had a nice little affair. Gargano obviously getting the win, but he's still NXT. Like, what's next for Gargano? I sort of don't want... We've already established that Chompa's a babyface now, so we can't have that few part 74 of them. Um, so... Maybe Roderick Strong, but then why would he go for the TV? T or are we just having him there to build towards maybe a draft deal? Hmm, I, I don't know. But now, let's flip over to AEW. Hangman, Adam Page, and the Bastard Pac. Now, I, I believe, wasn't this a match, weren't they supposed to have a match at, I don't believe it was double or nothing, was it a double or nothing, or, yeah. but uh, then, but Adam Page ended up getting hurt, or something like that, isn't that what happened? <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to remember on, what I'm happened. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember too. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the deal. Um... Hang on, I've got a... Got a fine pack. There we go. Oh, he's still listed as... He's still listed as Neville on Wikipedia. They haven't changed. <laughs> Yay! Um... So, yeah, definitely... I, I wasn't... I was trying to get it whether it was confused with All In, but it wasn't. Because he showed up when they announced All Elite Wrestling to be sort of a TV thing. And yeah, so it was supposed to be double or nothing. The idea being whoever won along with Omega and Jericho would challenge for the world at all out. But it got cancelled due to quote unquote creative differences. Oh yeah, Pac was still a basically the Dragon Gate champion at the time, right? Yeah, Pac was uh, open the dra open the Dream Gate. I think championship, which is Dragon Gate's world title, and basically he felt he couldn't lose a match to anybody while he had the belt because he doesn't want to make the belt look inferior. So they did the match instead at um, a Wrestlegate Pro show in the UK from out of nowhere, just like weird, which Page won by DQ with Pac going after Page's knee all the time. Then he was supposed to be part of the Fighter Fest thing, but he got removed again. Uh, and then... Where Moxley got injured and couldn't do all out, Kenny faced Pack. 
don't um, remember that match. That was a really good match, too. Which they got away with, because by that time, he dropped the belt. So, but, and then the irony is, Pat won anyway with his uh, crucifix submission. The Rings of Saturn. After the Black Arrow. Yeah, the Rings of Saturn. I can't remember whether it was called that. Yeah, by because Perry Perry. Or yeah, but but we know it as the Rings of Saturn because it was uh, at first initially done in oh, WCW yeah, yeah, yeah. by Perry Saturn. But that's what we call True, it. But... And also, Pac had some blood coming out from his eye. I'm not exactly sure what spot that happened in, but but he definitely like m made some like gestures like like this, like he was almost pointing it out on camera as he was going up the stage about the blood. But mm. but I gotta say, thoroughly entertaining match with Pac and Page. I, I've gotta give him that. I, I really enjoyed it. But now, over to the NXT side. The NXT Women's Championship match, Shayna Baszler t defending against Candice LeRae. You and I were both on the fence about this one because we didn't know if Baszler was going to retain or if they were going to pull the trigger and put it on Candice because you feel like with WWE making the move to Fox that you feel that you felt like and I believe this is what you said that Baszler would be best suited on the main roster especially on SmackDown if they're trying to represent SmackDown in a sports capacity type of show. Well, I mean, if Lesnar's going to be on there, if Cain Velasquez is going to be on there, if Cormier is expressing, it's like, how many UFC names can we... <laughs> but it doesn't have to be immediately. Uh, case in point, this match. Very good between the two of them. Um, at the same time as well, I was thinking... I was trying to work out... It, it made sense for Candice to work. Because then, I guess, the feud with Io Shirai continued. But then at the same time, it was like... It seems out the blue for Shayna to sort of... You know, lose the belt. And... But then at the same time, it's like... But if she beats her, there's practically nobody left to, that comes to... Which there wasn't. So when Shayna won, I was like... Oh... Why should I give a damn about this division? And then I remember... Back at... Oh, what was it? Was it UK TakeOver 1? Or was it part of the United Kingdom tour stuff? No, didn't they Didn't they do it? I'm, I'm trying to remember where when they did it. The match between Tony Storm UK... and, and Baszler. It, it might have been. I think it was the UK. Yeah, and it might have been the second UK tournament. Hang on, NXT UK. We're getting this oh, information on uh, the fly, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That's what's so great about Russell Dunn. Whenever we need the information, we'll get it on the fly. We'll get it right out to you, so that way nobody is confused. Uh, then. United Kingdom champion 2018 I'm so last year let's have a look 
looking at the... No, it wasn't. Take it back. It was... No. So when did 20... When the hell was it? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Um... I'm getting confused. Oh, no, no, no. Night one, Tony Storm won a threat with Killer Kelly and Isla Dawn. And then night two. Uh, yeah, there it is. I missed. Night two was Baszler versus. And Baszler won by count. He didn't win by submission. She didn't. She won because Tony couldn't make it in the ring. And considering Tony reported is going to be a more full-time wrestler in terms of the Orlando brand rather than the UK brand, I think there's your prime candidate to show up over the next few weeks. <clears throat> but the one thing I, I remember, especially when they were talking up for, or doing commentary with Rhea Ripley's match last week, there were a lot of references of, of them saying that Rhea Ripley is planning to go after Shayna Baszler. So I'm I'm left wondering whether or not they're going to do that with, uh, with Baszler and, and Ripley instead of Baszler and possibly Tony Storm. I guess only time can tell. But now over to AEW. The AEW women's... Who just so happened well, to have their women's title as well. Yes, the women's world championship. Oh, Rio and Nyla Rose. You're essentially your David versus Goliath type of match for the women's division. And I have to say... I'm gonna give. I'm gonna tip my hat to both Nyla and Riho because I thought it was an extraordinary match. And and by the way, I know all the things about Nyla Rose. Okay, guys out there, uh, I know there's gonna be a lot of negative Nancys out there. And and the one thing I'm gonna say to you guys right now, for those of you, whether you're watching this on Twitch or or on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, any negative comments that we see, especially when it pertains to anybody on the channel, whether it's Nyla Rose, whether it's me, whether it's Ash, or anybody that we talk about will be immediately deleted because it will not be tolerated on this channel. There will be no negative speeches, no negative hate, or anything of that, out of that nature on this channel. Everyone to me is viewed equally. So I don't care about all this little hate and controversy that people are, are surrounding Nyla Rose with. I see Nyla Rose as a great worker, and she could be an awesome monster dominant heel for the women's division in AEW. She has that potential, and and, and I could see it. And I, I I imagine this as a possible confrontation down the line, one I would like to see. Again, this is strictly a hypothetical. Nyla Rose versus Austin Kong. Versus 
Aja Kong. The, I would like to. No, that's need, a possible need, dream match. Kong versus Kong. You need to do Kong versus Kong. Kong versus Kong first, Ultimate mm -hmm. Kong. Okay, now. Yeah. Alright, so we need to paint the picture. Nyla Rose, big dominant monster in the women's division. She's well over 200 pounds. We got Riho. Oh, Ash, you're throwing a flag on the play? Well, let's go, yeah. let's go to the referee. Referee, what's the call? Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. He played it there. Okay, what happened? What did I say wrong? He didn't say anything wrong. You need to mention who showed up first. Oh, Dr. Britt, Dr. Britt Baker Britt on Baker. commentary. DM'd it. What? <laughs> on commentary. Yeah, I say that she and came yet... Out, she had the headset on, and every time they were cutting to her, she was just like... And she I... didn't say a... And I if will you're going to be there for commentary... To actually say something. Try and make some sort of interjections here and there. If you're just gonna watch, maybe she should have just maybe been at ringside watching. I don't know. Me being a commentator myself, when you're out there, do something to put put yourself over or put the women in the match that you're or people that you're commentating over, because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to verbally tell the story, and. I felt Britt Baker did not do that. In fact, I will even admit, I tweeted at D Dr. Britt Baker. I'm saying, I'm sorry. I want to know more about you because I don't know that much about you. And if I'm going to talk about you on my channel, I, I need to know a little bit more about you. And I really don't know that much about Dr. Britt Baker. Other than the fact that <laughs> she's a doctor of dentistry from what I heard on commentary. But and well, well, they announced her name as Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. That's all I know. And <laughs> Adam Cole. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, if you say so. Maybe. maybe. Maybe an item. Really? I did not know that. So they're on opposite sides of the world, if you want to call it that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, alright, now for the AEW Women's World Championship match. Again, just to paint the picture for everyone, we have Monster Heel and Nyla Rose, over 200 pounds, and... On the other side, we have Rio, who is who came in at 98 pounds soaking wet. In fact, I've heard rumors that you could sneak Rio into a suitcase and nobody would know. That's how tiny she is. I mean, she's tiny. At 98 pounds, she's small. Yeah, but she's tall. Well... Yeah. She's tall, so whether she'd fit in a suitcase, I don't know. 
Well, it all depends mm. if she's double jointed. What was on stage? This was a David versus Goliath sort of affair. Yeah, in terms of if you're looking at it on. Yeah, and at one point they brought out a lot of chairs. In fact, Nyla Rose brought out a lot of chairs um, on the outside and attempted to do what appeared to be a swanton spot from the ring apron onto Rio, but Rio would get out of the way and she ended up on the chairs. And there, there are a lot of things that... So does that mean Rio disqualified us? I, I don't know. There, there are a lot of things about what happened on Dynamite that kind of left me wondering what are they doing. And uh, we'll get to the other. <laughs> we'll get. To, we'll get to the other one when we get to it. But I have to say, uh, Rio came out on top. She is now the AEW Women's World Champion. And and now I have to say it, Ash. I have a new crush in wrestling. I mean, we can add. We have Io Shirai. We have got Mia. We got Asuka. We got Kyrie. And now we got, now we got Riho. Oh no! Again, I've said it many times on my channel. I have a weakness for Asian women. I am open about that. I've said it repeatedly. I have a weakness for Asian women. Don't forget Sakazaki. Yeah, Yuka Sakazaki too. And again, a reminder, my hands were on the keyboard for that match as well. Just just saying. Just wanted to put that out there. She's an actual. Well, anyway, up next on the NXT side. Oh, no, we got to mention, uh, after the match was over, she was, uh, uh, Rhea was getting set to be interviewed by, uh, what was the guy's name, Ash? Ash, if you're saying something, I can't Whoa. hear you. Because, because of the way because of the he's over there. Because of the way Joshi wrestling is over there, it's going to be a much more sort of. Ash, you are you're a very robotic. So, uh, Mike, yeah, um, was it on the book? Nakazawa, I guess, as I guess she did English, but Nakazawa does. Well, I don't know what's called. Um, yeah, you are. Let me shut that down. So yeah, because yeah, you, you went easy. all over the place. But anyway, um, Nakazawa came out and basically him because. Well, yeah. Well, guys, we do apologize for uh, these uh, little bit of a technical issue we're having here on the podcast tonight. Um, but uh, anyway, guys, uh, a real was getting set to be interviewed, but then Nyla Rose will come from behind uh, and attack her and the guy uh, Nakazawa, I think his name was, is what Ashley was trying to say. Yeah. And uh, she would try to power bomb him, nearly botched the bomb on Nakazawa, but was still was able to pull it off, and then. And again, I did not realize the connection between the two when I saw him come out. But Kenny Omega came out to make the save, and I was and 
basically just pushed uh, Nyla off and Nyla pushed him back. And I did not realize at the time until you told me, Ash, that Riho was trained by Kenny in Japan. Yeah. The uh, connection is strong. Call it that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they can, the, the sort of, well, trained, sort of mentored sort of thing as well. I mean, the fact that they're teaming up to take on uh, 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 in DDT in a couple of weeks, that'd be good publicity for them. You know? Having her being the AEW Women's World Champion with him on the show. I noticed, you know, because I do follow the DDT Tokyo Joshi Pro thing that they tweeted a bit. Also stardom because I think she's Speed King or something like that. Title holder. In so Rio's making a name for it. <laughs> She definitely is. 100%. Now over to the NXT side. We've got the producer. Uh, wait, wait. We need to mention the random thing that happened. Uh, the random thing that happened earlier? Chris Van Vila. Oh, oh, Chris, oh Chris interviewing, Kevin, interviewing Kevin Smith and... I, I know Jason Kevin, Mewes. Jason Mewes. And then... Uh, and Helico and Jack Evans came out to, I guess, take offense because apparently the, uh, they had Chris Jericho in a movie that they they, they filmed. I, I think I remember yeah, seeing something they, on Twitter about them filming the sequel to Clerks. I think it was called. No, it's the it's the sequel to Jay and Silent Bob oh. Strike Back. Oh, okay. Is getting really mad because apparently they're doing a reboot of Jay and. Silent Without Jay and Silent, but just like how the Blunt Man and Chronic film sort of was getting ruined in the original Jay and Silent Bob strike back. So, yes, it's getting very confusing. He's came out to Clark for his because obviously they're doing the Bob sequel. Uh, which is coming out, I think, in a couple of weeks. But it was weird having that of Angelico and Evans coming out, even though it was 15 seconds for them to... It was a Bobby Lashley, it was a... Yeah, then we had Private Party come um, out, and apparently give him yeah. a cup, and then arena... Yeah. Again, note to arena security... Know who the talent are in AEW, because it, this guy looked like a complete buffoon going at the private party and saying, "No, get away, get away from them." Uh, I don't think you're one of the talent. I think you're you're a fan. Get away from them. Get away from them now. That looks so freaking stupid on their part. I because I, I mean. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty good and that female security guard stopped Rob Gronk from trying to jump the barrier even though he was supposed to jump the barrier. So... <sighs> well, anyway, now over to the NXT side. We had Pete Dunne and Danny Birch. Was this hard-hitting? Yes. Very much so. Were fingers bent in the off. match? Oh, yeah. 
did the did a lot of the spots and did a lot of the spots make me go ouch? Yes. Very much. Put the glove on. And and not only that, but uh, Danny Birch ended up getting a laceration underneath. B basically, this is like a night for guys who have cuts underneath their right eye because Pac had one in his match with Hangman Adam Page, and Danny Birch had a laceration underneath his right eye. Couldn't really tell what spot it was that caused the laceration, but we did notice it when NXT came out for commercial breaks and the referee had gloves on his hands. You know, it was kind of hard to see because they were blue. But uh, I gotta say, good match with Dunn and Birch. Uh, Dunn would get the win with the bitter end, but then we would get another surprise in the form of Damian Priest, and apparently now he is singling out and attacking Pete Dunn. So one's gonna wonder what they're doing with this for here, Ash. Yeah, I I'm confused because like Priest is a heel, so. Who is he going up against at the minute? Because there's something. Well, Pete Dunne's not exactly a heel. No, I meant pre. Oh. Well, time. I guess time will tell as to, we see what they're doing and how they progress the Damian Priest character. But now over to AEW. The main event. Kenny Omega and the Young <laughs> Bucks... Taking on Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. I have a lot of questions about this match. And one of them begins with the 25th letter of the alphabet. Why? Now, I'm not saying overall the match was bad. I, I thought the concept of the match was really good. Uh, they brought in John Moxley back. They brought him back at the, just the right time. And the way they used him. They had him and, and Kenny Omega fight out in the crowd. Now, here, here's the first thing that I throw a question mark on. In the past, in, during wrestling matches, when you have somebody from the outside come into the ring and actively get involved with someone who's in a match, that is 99.9999999999% of the time constitutes a disqualification. And throwing the match out. This Point was not zero 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 one. Yeah, because it was not the case for this match. They kept this match going. Uh, but I will say this: uh, when they got to the backstage area, Moppy returned. I loved it. And then Kenny Omega really showed why he's called the Cleaner because he was mopping. And, uh, but the, the spot with the glass table and what appeared to be the, the Dirty Deeds was what it looked like Ambrose was trying to do. Really well done. Uh, a real extreme spot. And, and essentially took Kenny Omega out of the closing main event segment. So basically it just became a handicap match with the Young Bucks sticking on Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. And it was just basically a matter of time before uh, they would get the win. So Jericho and Santana and Ortiz looked strong. And then, then they would continue to beat down, and then the first question that came to our mind is, who, who would come out to make the save for the Bucks? The first thing name that came to my mind was Cody, but you dismissed that because of the fact of what happened earlier in the night between Jericho and Cody. Well, yeah, I didn't, because I was like, okay, so who, who's going to do it? Because the rumors were spreading. 
that a certain weed the people. Weed the people or We're weed showing up. or weed the people. No weed. 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 Okay. You've got. You've got. You've got. You've got to add the emergency doctor. So basically, Cody came out to even up the odds, but then Sammy Guevara shows up, kicks Cody in the dick. Then they start a four-on-three beatdown, and then Dustin Rhodes shows up in his red gear and whatnot to try to even things out. And then, lo and behold, the man formerly known as Jack Swagger, what is he known by now, Ash? Um, I don't know. We don't know? Mainly because... People keep calling him Swagger on. Uh, I don't know what name they gave. Definitively. But for those of you who, who out there who are um, who are listening to us right now, you know exactly who we're talking Jack about. Rob, he's been Jake Hager, which is his real name, obviously. I think they called him Jake Hager. Makes sense because you know that's his real name. Um, I, can, I can check very quickly. The, the great thing to note, of course, is this means Lucha Underground is bloody dead. Yeah, essentially. Because there's your Lucha Underground champion. Is literally done. Oh, maybe. Right, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm now checking back on my DVR. So, so right now it's on Sammy Guevara kicking Cody in the dick. He's pounding on Cody. Out comes Dustin Rhodes in, in his in his red gear. He starts kicking some butt. Power slams Ortiz. Kicks Sammy Guevara in the dick. Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Yeah. That's how they they intro him is Jake Hager. So we do apologize but about people that. Call still, still, people still call him Swagger. <laughs> so from the way it appears that this is now a faction with Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. I don't know. Do we technically count Ambrose as part of it? No, because he wasn't there at the end. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you were you were vastly disappointed with that ending. From I uh, remember what you said. Because I don't rate him. He un he underdelivered in WWE. He underdelivered in Lucha Underground. Um. He under-delivered under in all the other indie appearances that I've seen him be a part Including, rest in peace, Five Star Ref. Um... The only thing that he's been good at is his MMA. So, you know, if he actually turns up and looks like he gives a shit, maybe I might give him a chance. But I just have my concerns. If, if that was the best they could do, dear lord, they should have tried to find somebody else. 
Because if that was supposed to be your Lex Luger moment, because everybody was sort of comparing it. Ugh. Uh, do we even want to bring up the spot where, where Hager had, power bombs uh, Dustin Rhodes through a table or what looks like like a podium that had AEW on it? Lex, you know, even Lex Luger had some time. Yeah, he could do this, the funky chicken. Uh, anyway, <laughs> probably gonna get a lot of hot hate from that. But now over to NXT <clears throat> because AEW ended right there. That was their main event. NXT's main event this week was for the NXT Tag Team Championship. As the Undisputed Era, Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish defended against the Street Profits. First off, I want to say this. I know nothing about hip-hop. I'm not a hip-hop guy. I don't know these guys' names. So when you had some... You had this guy, Wally... Or Wale? Wale. Wale. Because Wale Wale. is the the Disney movie. Uh, Wale Wale is a robot. No, there is another Wale. There is another Wale, and I can't remember what it's from. Something wrestling, I think. I know, but again, I don't know these guys. So when I see him coming up with the Street Profits for their entrance, to me, I'm like, who is this guy? I mean, but it fit with their character, though. That's well, the yeah, it, it fits with their character, but if it's supposed to like <clears throat> make their entrance more impactful to me, to someone who knows nothing about hip hop people, it didn't make a damn to me because I don't know who Wale is. I don't. You think you guys it's can mention not, a hip hop name in the comments, and I won't know who this guy is. Won't, won't know who that guy is. That bit isn't trying to uh, appeal to you. I understand that, though. But, but if, if you're gonna take somebody out of a uh, out of another form of entertainment and insert it into the entertainment that we're watching, thinking that it's supposed to be relevant to what to what their gimmick is, if I don't know who that person is, then to me, I'm just gonna sit there and just go. Who is this guy, and why should I care? So, but again, enough about the entrance. Enough about the entrance, enough about Wale. Let's get to the match. Street Profits and Undisputed Era. I gotta say, you could flip the script. You could have, you could have had Riddle and Cole for the main event, or you could have had the Street Profits and Undisputed Era for main event, because both matches brought it. Because it was just as good a match as the opening match was. We had a strong opening for NXT Ash, and I think we had a strong finish with the tag match. Mm-hmm. But it, it came down to, again, Undisputed Era using their numbers game. Roderick Strong came out to kind of play interference, and it worked. Because it distracted Montez Ford. Uh, Angelo Dawkins would end up taking him out with a spear on the ring apron. But however, it left Montez Ford alone with both Fish and O'Reilly. Who hit the total annihilation or the uh, high-low combination. Whatever you want to call it. But the Undisputed Era retained. And now here's where things get interesting, guys. Here's where things start getting a little saucy. A little bit wondering, you know, what are they going to be doing? Adam Cole was on the stage celebrating 
by himself, because the rest of the era was in the ring. And then Tommaso Ciampa's music hits, and Ciampa returned and was in a face-to-face with Adam Cole. At first, he started walking around him looking at belt. Because if you remember, he called the belt Goldie when he was the NXT champion. Goldie. Yeah, and then ended in a face-to-face. So now, let's paint this picture, guys. We had Finn Balor come back, who is now saying he's NXT and had a face-to-face with Adam Cole. And now to end NXT this week... We had the return of Tommaso Ciampa, who was in a face-to-face with Adam Cole. So potentially, we have a triple, in a sense, a triple threat angle concerning the NXT Championship, Adam Cole, Balor, and Page. No, 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 not Page. I don't know why I said Page. Uh, Ciampa. I don't know why I had. I still love the. the I don't know why uh, I had Hangman Adam Page on the mind. I I, I apologize. Just checking the fightful wrestle wrestling guys tweeting. Oh, the last image. By the way, while you're doing that, I'm gonna throw a flag on myself. Ref, what's the call? Personal file. Sixty-nine. Offense. He was giving them the business. He played it there. Yeah, I just had to throw a flag on myself for that little botch. The final image of NXT was the stare down between Champa and Cole. The final image of AEW was Jake Hager staring into your soul. I sent the images over to Billy, even though you won't be able to see them. No, I won't be able to. Until afterwards, because yeah, I just say I have to keep Discord full screen so that way it works here on OBS. That's what it basically looked like. So now, no, it's it, no m- more anger and more. I got fucking cattle prodded. <laughs> so as like, we're looking into your souls, let's go to overall score. Comparing NXT to AEW, first off, both NXT and AEW had strong openings. I mean, Adam Cole and Matt Riddle really brought it for a good, strong opening match. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm glad it was commercial-free. American Nightmare Cody and Sammy Guevara also equally brought it, in a sense, for AEW Dynamite. Um, I gotta say, as much as I hate to say it, I... Well, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I really enjoyed uh, Yoshirai Mia Yim for my own personal preferences and, and everything like that. Um, Baszler retaining the NXT Women's Championship. Again, that, that leads the question, who's next? Um, I, the, the AEW World's, uh, Women's World Championship. Again, had the classic David versus Goliath. I'm glad to see Riho won. And again, it makes for good publicity since they're, since her and Kenny Omega were going to be doing stuff for DDT over in Japan. So that's a good way to promote your AEW product by having the championship on her when she's in the DDT promotion. 
So that makes sense. The finale for the main event of AEW... Okay, first off, I, I agree with them bringing back Moxley. Mo the, and when they used him, to me, it fit. It makes sense. Everything else did not. Yes, Ash? No, I'll wait until you're after it, okay. because there's some AEW, which I think is relevant. Um, I think people are putting more hype into Jake Hager and making him to be a bigger star than what he actually was. In fact, I think the last time I seen him do anything WWE-related was on the TV show Swerve. So that kind of tells you where his standing was when he left the company. Right. You didn't see Five Stars? No, I haven't. I, my apologies. But, um... No. I, <laughs> the, apology, the apologies was us having to sit for it for four. Or was it seven? I lose track. So I'll say this for the AEW main event. I agreed with everything up to the point of the finish. Everything beyond that made no sense. Cody, well, Cody coming up to make the save for the Bucks made sense. Uh, Sammy Guevara, I'm left wondering, okay, I mean, you did lose to him, but earlier in the night you sh shook the guy's hand out of respect, and then later on in the evening you come back out and you kick the same guy in the dick. And then you just randomly had Dustin Rhodes there in his gear out there to make the save. And then you bring Jake Hager in like he's supposed to be. Ooh, he is this new guy. He's going to be the the big heel fake. No, he's not going to be the big the big healer star that you guys want him to be. I'm sorry, guys, but he is not on that level. Even if he stares into your, your soul as you throw hot dog wieners at him, he still can't be at that level. That AEW. Oh, oh, you didn't even mention that. Yeah, I had to mention that. Go in the commercial. Somebody threw a hot dog into the bloody rip. So Jericho got the mic and said, "Whose wiener is this?" And he literally sort of crushed it and smoked it in his hand, and threw it to the mat outside. Yeah. And the fans just started chatting. That's my wiener. And the NXT main event. Street Profits and uh, Fish and O'Reilly, great match, and again with another good shocking return with Tommaso Ciampa showing up at ringside. So if, if I had to to pick AEW versus NXT this week, I'm going to NXT. I'm gonna, however AEW Dynamite, I'm gonna say overall was a good show. If I have to score it, I'm giving it a a solid three out of five. Everything was good, but the ending was kind of disappointing. And if I had to pick best match of the night, I'm definitely going to Cody and Sammy Guevara. And over to NXT, I'm giving NXT a 3.5 out of 5. Because I thought it, it had a, a good, strong opening and a strong finish. And everything in between was good. I'm not saying everything in between AEW Dynamite was bad. I'm just saying the ending was disappointing. But NXT, some of the presentation about a to Raw and SmackDown, yeah. whereas NXT just feels a bit more, <clears throat> you know, as it is. 
So, again, guys, as, it's, as it pertains to NXT versus AEW Dynamite this week, in my book, NXT gets the win. Ashley, over to you. Overall score and thoughts? <clears throat> um... In terms of what was presented to us, NXT win. In terms of how this is going to be, <clears throat> AEW wins. Because keep in mind what what's happening in Canada. AEW SM. Which is WWE's network for running SmackDown. NXT mm. is being shown on a one hour and right before SmackDown. It's not shown live. Mm. Internationally. <coughs> you have to see a stream that is an illegal thing because it is not being provided on the network until, I believe, Friday evening sort of time. Uh, I'm not entirely sure when. We'll have to see when it goes up on the network over the next day. Uh, whereas AEW has the $4.99 a month uh, subscription thing through Fight. Um, which doesn't include the pay-per-views, but that's sort of fair in all honesty. And then in turn, uh, just announced today... Um, for UK fans, because previously, what we were saying, UK fans were going to be getting it Sunday at 8.20 in the morning, which is not a great time. Now, it will be available on demand on the ITV sort of play, uh, which is basically their on-demand service, from 8pm tomorrow, Thursday. It will also be shown, uh, I think it's like 10 or 11 o'clock on Friday night. So to sort of build into SmackDown, if you want to see it like that. Um, they're also showing it then in its 8.20 slot like it was. And then there is an hour-long edited version airing on... Uh, ITV one at eleven forty-five at night. Again, just so happened to be right before Raw would come on. I don't know whether those times are staying the same. You know, at least in terms of television broadcast. But the fact that although it can't be shown live here in the UK because of the way the advert deal is. The fact that it's available on demand less than 24 hours after it airs live in America, which is more than apparently that can be said for the NXT on USA going up on the network on Friday as it stands, AEW gets the jump. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying... I'm sort of mixed about it. In, in essence, there is no winner. There is no loser. 
Except for a hot dog. The actual winners. The win. The win. The winners was everybody. Yeah, two. You got your choice. And let's be honest, both were better than Raw. Yeah. You've got to deliver SmackDown. You've got to deliver. Yeah, they better deliver. And of course, we will be there. But for now, guys, that's been our thoughts on both AEW Dynamite and NXT. What we want to know from you guys out there, the viewers and subscribers, your thoughts. Which show gets your vote? Does NXT win this week? Or does AEW Dynamite win? Definitely want to hear what you guys out there have to say. Be sure you put your comments in the comment section below. If you guys like this video, be sure you slam that like button. Like a champ. And if you guys want to see more of Russell Down right here on WGS TV, you know the two ways you got to do it. You got to leg drop the subscribe button and hit that bell icon to turn on notifications. So that way you guys will never miss out on another video right here on my channel. So with my special thanks to the Studley Man Ashley, I'm your friendly neighborhood Russell Gamer, reminding all of you guys out there to just stay awesome. Bye, guys! And now we head into Uncharted Territory. Uncharted Territory? Beyond Wrestling tomorrow night? Mm -hmm. We'll see you then, guys.